Tanya for the 16th of Tevis, but first the story. The story I'm picking is one that just is a beautiful story about the Alter Rebbe in general, being that we're right now in chapter 12, which is like the, the meat and bones of the, the Tanya. The two famous brothers, students of the Magid, Shmuel Schmelke of Niklasberg and Repimchas, were both going to their rabbinical duties, like they were officially becoming rabbis, and on the way to take on these large positions in Niklasburg and Frankfurt, respectively, they stopped at the Magid to get a bracha because the, this was it. These were the, the big positions of, rabbinic positions of their lives. And they wanted to get a bracha before starting. So they came to Mesrich and the Alter Rebbe was there at the time. And the Alter Rebbe had been tasked by the Magid to, to publish uh, work on Shulchan Aruch. And Al Rebbe was working extremely hard on it, and he decided these two people, these two students, were extreme Talmud Chachamim. They were, they were genius Talmud Chachamim. And so he said, "I'll give you a sample. Tell me what you have." Al Rebbe wanted feedback. He wanted, you know, to give an early sample and, and ask their feedback. So he gave it to them, and they were, they were, they were very, very interested in it. And they came into the Magid shortly after, and they, they got a blessing from the Magid. The Magid said, "Do you have any questions?" So. They realized it's an opportune time, so they had a very difficult part of the Zoya they didn't understand, and they they asked the they asked the Magid, could you tell us the answer of this of this you know what the what the real meaning of this Zoya means? And while they saw that the Magid was in such a good mood, they asked the Magid, like while we're at another question we want to throw in, what is the what is the essence of Reb Zalmanul? That was that was the name of the Alter Rebbe. Shnei Zalman. So the the fellow friends of the of Alter Rebbe called him Zalmanul, and they wanted to know, you know, what is he? And the Magid called them. He said, "I'll give you the answer tomorrow." So the next day, he explained to them the Zoyha at great length until they really understood the deeper meaning behind it. And then they, they asked, okay, and what about the second question? What about the second question? You know, the, what is the essence of Rib Zalmanu, the Alter Rebbe? And he said, the essence of the Alter Rebbe can't be explained. The Zoya I could explain. The essence of the Alter Rebbe I can't. The Tanya so far is in the middle of the pivotal chapter number 12. And the 12, finally, we start to get a, a bit of a roadmap, a bit of a lay of the land of what the Benini looks like and how the Benini operates and and and. The contrast between the two earlier chapters of the Russia versus the Benini and the Tzaddik versus the Benini and how they're very, very different, even though the Benini and the Tzaddik especially do seem very similar. And you look, they're both perfect. They don't do anything wrong. Then, well, what's the difference? And that's actually what today's time is going to start to address. Why is the Benini not called a Tzaddik if the Benini is in full control? And not only is he in full control, he has an asset that, that disables him from sinning. What's the asset? The asset is the natural tendency of the brain of the heart, or as Alter Rebbe rephrases it, dark over light over dark. So if the Benny is a perfect person and he has an asset to his to his you know a tool in his arsenal, a weapon to to use that enables him to keep being a Benny, then why isn't he a tzaddik? He's absolutely perfect in his in his behavior. So what are we missing here? Why is a Benny not a tzaddik? So Alter Rebbe is going to explain today what the difference is. Nonetheless, in spite of how great the Benini is, and in spite of the tools the Benini has to enable himself to keep being great, he is never called a tzaddik at all. He's not a tzaddik. This is no, don't confuse the Benini with tzaddik. He's not a tzaddik. Why? This natural advantage of the brain over the heart that enables him to 
get rid of impurity and, and, and bad thoughts instantaneously. This only occurs within the three garments of the soul. Remember, earlier on, the Altar explained that the garment has three souls, three, three clothings, I apologize, three levushim, thought, speech, and action. That's where the Baini has this power. The power of the natural tendency of the brain over the heart, the godly soul or the animalistic soul, only occurs in these three domains, in this thought, in this speech, and this action. Now, of course, the question is, what else is then, if not the thought, speech, and action? But it's not a natural tendency of the divine soul over the animalistic soul. The animalistic soul still is running around wild in the city. It's not that the king is fully controlled like in the case of the tzaddik, where the tzaddik has not only controlled the entire city, he's also captured the animalistic soul, now utilizing it to be, you know, like a second godly soul. In the case of the Benini, the other king, the animalistic animal, is running amok. And yes, he has the city in order, but the animal, animalistic soul is very much alive. In the case of Abainini, the, the animalistic soul is hanging out on the left side of the heart and it is very much alive. And after the prayer, when it's no, it hasn't been put to sleep during prayer, and Shema Hashem might give it an experience where it goes to sleep. Afterwards, right after the davening is over, the 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 person is back to the struggle. He has the animalistic soul that's no longer asleep and it's doing its thing. It's making the person run after its lust, run after its natural tendencies and do whatever, whatever, it, wants to, whatever it wants to do. During prayer, he has this incredible experience as we mentioned in the earlier chapter. And then... The person, the person has the, the foolishness of the left part of the heart. It wakes up. And like we spoke about before, there's permissible, you know, lusts and then there's forbidden lusts. The point is, after davening's over, the guy's not experiencing this wonderful ecstasy, let's call it. And suddenly he's going after whatever his heart desires. And, and it's as if he hasn't prayed at all. All that wonderful experience of, of loving Hashem and the prayer, etc., it, it entirely vanishes, and now he's back to the daily grind, the daily struggle, where he's fighting and battling against his animalistic soul. Now, the difference with the Bainini, of course, is he doesn't actually think to do it practically. He doesn't dwell upon the thought to do a sin. He doesn't imagine himself doing the sin. Rather, he's plagued with thoughts to do sin. A thought goes into his mind, he throws it out. He doesn't actually, he doesn't imagine himself doing it. He doesn't meditate on, on, on actually carrying through with it because he's obeying me. He, he would never want to. He, and he also, he's in control of his thoughts. But the impulses, and that's the real, that's what we're really talking about. The impulse to do negativity, the impulse to do evil, 
He can't control that. That's coming from the left side of his heart. That's coming from the animalistic soul. And the selfish impulses continuously flow. And he can't stop it. During davening, Hashem helps him out a little. He says, okay, fine. I'll get rid of them for a little bit. But the rest of the time, these impulses fly at him. And he literally has to whack them out of the park every single time. Because that's it. Otherwise, he's not obeying anymore. So we know that the three types of of uh, averas that a person that can't can't stop himself from doing is thoughts of sin and concentration of prayer and gossip. These things always attack a person, and even the bainini will find himself struggling with these types of of um, issues. And they'll continuously plague him, and he have to contend with them, stopping those impulses from reaching his head and not dwelling upon it continuously. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Tanya's Lenishashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashash